Right, how's it going, people? The Lunar Nation is back again with another episode. Today, we're going to talk about a very interesting topic, and I have my co-host with me, Aero France and Tagoon. Say hi, yeah. guys. Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? All's good. All's good. Chilling. We're chilling. Right, so this episode, we're going to talk about BlackRock. It's a global financial asset management company that's... that's um. That's been the biggest company. Like I think it's second to second to third to only two economies in the world in uh, GDP. The first time I came across this company was when I was looking to invest in some financial companies, and I was looking up what are the top financial companies who do you know financial asset management, risk management, and this the name came up. Um, I came across this company. I read about it. People people kind of hate it, but people think that this is an evil genius company, which it's not that evil, I would say. But we did some we did our own research, and today we're going to talk about how this company operates, what 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 uh, what got this company to the highlights, and how they stay off the highlights. So let's let's open the floor to the other two people and see what you guys got. Go ahead, guys. Thank you, Harsh. Uh, I just wanted to say same as you uh, with the investment platform. So when I really first got to investing in uh, 2021, I, I one of my fir- like first stocks was actually BlackRock because it was just uh, trending at that time. And I was just looking over like a Robin Hood and I was checking it out and I saw BlackRock and I made that investment. I still remember I made that investment of like, I think it was around that time. It was like uh, $700 or something like that. I was like, you know what? BlackRock is going to keep going up. So it, it went up to, I think the, the peak was like $943, but right now it's like $591 and I'm still hoping. Yeah, it did fall down quite a bit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fallen down with the whole market itself. So that's kind of my, yeah. first, my involvement with BlackRock. Like other, besides that, I didn't really know about BlackRock before I started that investment. Journey. Wait, when was so it people, that you bought this? Uh, uh, sorry, sorry. When was it that you bought the stock? Like 2021, I think it was like at the beginning. So of- that was your first introduction in, in regards to BlackRock, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about because Sagoon? I know you're like big into stocks and investing. I'm not sure if you have a 401k or like a Roth IRA. Yeah, but I know like BlackRock is big on ETFs and mutual funds. Oh yeah. Um, are you whatsoever invested in, in in those in their product in regards to the ETFs or mutual funds or no? Or not that you're aware of. Not, 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 I, I'm not invested in the ETF side of things. This was just my own personal account that I was using. I was like, okay. oh, what? let me look at the trending ones at that time, because it was a really bull market. BlackRock was like one of the top in the list. So I was like, you know what? Being, uh, being like trying to invest and try to see what would happen. I, I just saw BlackRock as one of those companies. And it said there was like, it was just everywhere. Uh, Like there's so many, there's so many news articles about BlackRock and all that. Right. So I just, uh, you know, did my investments, and right now, unfortunately, it's down. And hopefully, I think in the future. So are you, uh, are you losing money on it right now? Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> I think I think everyone's losing money on everything right now. <laughs> oh yeah, right now everyone's losing money on everything. Losing dollar bills. A lot. I mean, I wouldn't say a lot of dollar bills, but I am still losing dollar bills just just to the whole nature of the market. But BlackRock. Hasn't actually surprisingly gone down as a lot of the other stocks. And one of the reasons I I, I feel like my hypothesis is that because of uh, the the controlling uh, factor that it has, because if you go anywhere, you're basically dealing with BlackRock. Based on my research, yeah. I saw that even if you whatever look, Whatever money you spend, it's basically just yeah, going to go towards well, BlackRock. I, 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 didn't know that. 
I didn't no. know that. So like when you go to Chase or when you go to all these different companies, you're you're technically dealing with BlackRock itself. So it, it was just mind boggling that I that this actually happened without actually knowing that it's BlackRock itself. So here's a question: How how many people do you think know of BlackRock? That's the question. Well, I it depends on how people are. Well, like, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on. I'm saying. If there's a hundred people, how many of them would you think know about BlackRock? It, it would see it depends on because there's people that, for example, that do stocks or that they have Roth Roth IRAs or four hundred one ks to their jobs, and they're just putting money in there. But sometimes they're not even managing their own portfolios, so it could be as well as I don't know, maybe have. It depends on how how financially savvy people are. And what was that? I mean, who is? I, who, think, like, half I, I think the most, yeah, most of the people who do four hundred one k or or you know put any any kind do any kind of retirement fund, they don't like. Most of them don't manage it themselves. Yeah, yeah. Give it the the are, no, yeah, not a lot of people yeah. do. I mean, there are people that do their own. Ob- that, there obviously, are people they, that do that, but I think that that's a very the most part of the people. Oh, I yeah. think it's a small amount. I think like if there's a hundred people, two, maybe two, like ten people. Two. 10 people, uh, maybe, 10 maybe 20. 20. It depends yeah, if they're watching yeah. the news because they are big on the. If you're watching like these stock news that they do in the mornings, mm-hmm. I think people that really like, maybe people that got not, I wouldn't say the average like Joe working like a nine to five, but people that have like maybe their own business or are more invested in stocks that have time to watch the news. Yeah, or those the people trends, definitely, yeah. Like, probably do know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I mean, oh. I, I, well, if you guys didn't know, but it, within the last decade or just a little bit more than the last decade, 80% of all uh, funds, uh, investable funds, have actually gone through BlackRock. So people, you know, mm-hmm. like I mentioned, 401ks, Roth RAs, yes. single-headed investments. A lot of – again, it goes to Arrow's point that so how many need- people know who they're investing in. Probably not all people know because BlackRock has a lot of diversification throughout the markets. And like I said, it's around so 80%. When, you, when, you're, when you're stating facts, I would want to point out like two, two more facts. And you're correct that everything just goes through BlackRock. And, you know, there's like uh, – so at this at this point, all the major companies, all the major corporations, you take whatever lies in food, in um, media and tech, in uh, entertainment, in your in – your, like whatever products you use in your daily life that are, that are known brands – and it, you can think of Milwaukee, you can think of an Apple iPhone, you think of a Sony product or a Dell product or, you know, uh, really good furniture companies or housing market, anything. Everywhere across all the board, BlackRock owns at least 5% of major company shares and they control the whole market. Everything is just being funneled through BlackRock. And there's one more thing right now. If you look at the U.S. housing market that's being crunched and being, you know, popped into a bubble. That's actually BlackRock's doing. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. BlackRock has been buying houses back and forth. Oh yeah. yes, I actually heard of that. They they have been increasing their their market share in regards to purchasing. Uh, pro- well, I know other investment firms have been doing that, but I know uh, BlackRock <laughs> is a major investor in regards to buying a lot of the housing in the United States, particularly. I don't know too much about that or what's going on. I haven't really looked into that side of it, but I know that it's been definitely increasing. Especially in the so past it's a, year or it's two. a bubble that's being engineered by BlackRock and 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 what what when it comes down to engineering bubbles there's also this one thing that I was reading upon now I still have to like look into a couple more details of that but for right now I am inclined towards that yes that might be true um the CEO of BlackRock that's that's Larry Fink and he is also the mm-hmm. founder is actually the person 
who engineered the 2008 crash. What do you guys think of that? Well, I actually don't. I don't think. I know there's a lot of people that have been saying that. I, I disagree with that. Because <laughs> How would that be? Because the – so there's a – like just that section on its own is like – it's so deep to discuss. I don't think we'll even cover it in this podcast, but oh yeah, um, for sure. But what I know is, um, so I think it was what is it called? Subprime mortgages that were being sold to investors. Yes, yes. it started. So BlackRock was found in nineteen. Was it 88? 1988. Okay? 88, 1988. Yep, but subprime mortgages were being sold way before that. They were being sold up until they started around like nineteen sixty eight. So twenty years prior before that. Now I'm sure that these major firms had some they knew they kind of what they were doing as long study i think the 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 trajectory took a wrong turn in the early 2000 i think 2000 2001 when um it, it people started to default slowly so it rate it went from like nine percent around 2001 2002 to around 40 percent default rates in 2006 which ended up having the crash around 2007 2008 but i i know there's a lot of people and i saw videos and reading articles that people were saying that you know, the the CEO Larry was, you know, predicting this and planned this ahead of time. But I highly doubt I mean you have you have to be like so smart and so way ahead of the market to be like thirty years in advance to predict something like that that's gonna be like a global catastrophe. Now well, I'm not saying that he didn't have a hand in regards to the company making money because I know BlackRock uh, financially profited from that because I know they I don't know the full story, but I know they were able to uh, take on companies um, during that time and they actually acquired a major company, which I'm sure a lot of people do know is Merrill Lynch, which is another yes. firm that's connected with Bank of America. So during that time, I know companies such as AIG and like the Lehman Brothers that uh, Lehman Brothers failed, but AIG was getting bailouts. I know the government or the feds were in cahoots or were working conjoined with a lot of big firms. I know a lot of them were like uh, JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs. I know uh, BlackRock had some involvement in that. So um, in regards to your question that uh, the CEO was the one that set it up, I highly doubt that because for one person to set something like that up, I I don't see envisioning that to for him to have it done like 20, 30 years and prior and actually having predicted all the way to that time point. I'm sure that they did have some involvement in it because obviously they make money. That's they, they have a lot. I mean, the thing is they're impacting so- the Oh, right. Here, here's here's one more thing. Wow. When you say that if the, if the CEO is uh, that smart or not, let me let me point out something to you. That guy was able to take that company when it when it started in '88 um, from a to- from from a valuation of five million dollars to eight billion dollars at that time in right. five years' time. Now it's I mean ne- that's exponential growth. Now it's nineteen. Billion. Right, but also he was also backed up by um, the founders of uh, Blackstone, which was I think uh, they were like a parent company. If I'm not mistaken, they were a parent company with that, and the, the original founders of Blackstone. Yeah, so there um, were there were like five them. or five founders, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, I think like five six founders, which they did help him. So I mean, it's not like he he didn't come from nothing. He came from a well educated background, and he, he did. He did. Firm, so obviously, it's he knew what he was doing. I'm not saying you are completely right, Harsh, that he did have a great exponential growth. Um, it's just that the the fact that when people say that he predicted it or he's the, he, he's the one that created this bubble, um, I highly doubt that because there's so many parts and gears that come into play when, when you have like a big uh, recession or catastrophe like that happen. I don't think it's just to blame on one person that created it. I'm sure, like I said, they did have some sort of hand in it, but I wouldn't solely put the blame on them. I just, I, I, I agree. I agree with what Franz is saying is that he does have some kind of impact on it, 
because of because of the company itself, right? BlackRock with the amount of funding that they have. But but to have a whole this is a global catastrophe. And for one person to mastermind this whole, you know, device, all this thing, I just, I, I, I don't think it's possible in my opinion. Yo, 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 yo. They, they got the Illuminati's, bro, I'm telling you. <laughs> Freemasons. <laughs> I mean, who knows what, what, what could have been assisted by just, just have one person single. I respect from, uh, I respect Larry for what he's done to the company to bring it from where it was him to to how much like to to a trillion dollar uh, not a trillion sorry a billion dollar company right it, it takes a lot of work on it but for one person to have that whole effect in the world i'm sorry i can't i can't i can't agree agree with that I, here's a question do they, uh do they have investments in like the military because i know that's a big money they have them. literally investments and you name it whether it's uh yeah. energy military uh technology they control we, you you i mean they have Ten trillion dollars that they're managing, yeah. um, in in portfolio and managing assets. Yeah, the GDP is ten trillion, so they yeah, might yeah. have more assets than ten trillion. I think the GDP is ten trillion. Exactly. So they're, they're they're controlling. They're, they have a lot under their their assets. I mean, yeah. One of their, so I mean, some of their biggest holdings are in um, Apple, Microsoft, and you got the, the energies such as like Exxon Mobil and Chevron. So they have. They have a lot of control in different sectors of the energy, and that's again they got banks as well. They got the banks as well. Yeah, right? banks, AT and T, Johnson and Johnson, yes. JP Morgan. So they got anything two, you can think of anything you guys can think of. They probably yes. you know who I'm, what and, I'm to, and to specifically uh, hold on, Arrow. And to specifically answer your question, Arrow, uh, the BlackRock does not have direct investments in the military, but it has investments or it is managing assets for the companies that build military equipment or support military functions right and that's how they have like a so as i said they have like a minimum of five percent of of stake in all these companies and that's how they get to they get the voting rights when it comes down to you know uh making major changes in the company so that's that's how they have a say they have a big say because five percent of these billion dollar companies is a lot like look at look at amazon um Jeff Bezos only owns, I think, about ten percent of Amazon. Amazon's a big company. Um, oh yeah. We know Jeff Bezos as being like right now. I think he's the third richest man in the world. But look at these other oh, companies yeah. that are billions of dollars. The C- the CEOs and uh, the founders or executives of these companies they're not worth nearly that much. It's worth a couple hundred million. So obviously the shares are spread out. So being five percent holdings in these companies, that's a big say. That is. Have. That's like that's like kind of like owner status level because as you compared like to Jeff Bezos. Even oh yeah, people, I mean you definitely are on the board of directors when you yeah. really get to that, that percentage. You know, Austin, right? They they have that similar kind of percentage of the company itself. So BlackRock does have its say on what it could happen, right? If they if they really want to, you know, make that company go down. I mean, BlackRock, they they do have ownership, right? So, I'm I'm not saying they would, but you know, they they have their say on what what could happen. You know, like the future of the company. I'm, I'm curious if the like the Saudi wealth front front is like invested into BlackRock because I gotta think like yeah, it's like ten trillion dollars. But my curiosity is who's like their biggest as an individual uh, representative? Who's their biggest uh, investor into BlackRock? That, like, that or, no, I mean, I, I don't think anyone is investing into BlackRock. BlackRock is investing into other yeah, other. Well, yeah, well, I'm saying whoever. Well, BlackRock is investing on behalf of whoever, right? Yes, other companies exactly. The, the yeah. real question is whoever that individual is. I'm just curious who that is. That's my curiosity. Oh, like who's who's uh, who's BlackRock's biggest customer? 
Exactly. Like as an individual entity, not like as a corporate. Um, oh, okay. That's, uh, that's a good question. I, I, for when I did my research, a lot of what I saw the ownership was companies, but at, as an individual, like that, that guy got to be like, I don't know, rich, rich. I, 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 are you talking about like an individual or like a specific company that owns a, a good majority uh, of like black? Uh, I think, I think it will be like, okay. So it's going to be like, it's going to be like a riddle kind of thing. Because I think these individuals, whoever they are, I don't think they'll just invest on their behalf of themselves. So yeah. I'm thinking they're probably going to invest on behalf of their company. But if someone were to do like a really heavy and in-depth research, uh, let's say uh, someone owns like, I don't know, uh, 100% of the company. And it's not like a big, big, big company. But let's say it's got like over a thousand people. I mean, at the end of the day, if they invest like five million, that means that's five million directly are related to that individual, not related to the company, even though that individual um, invested on behalf of the company or give the money to BlackRock on behalf of his company. But at the end of the day, it's directly directed at that individual. So that the question is like, you know, it could be like something scenario like that, where it could be like one of these companies, but whoever these companies are, it could be like 100% ownership. Yeah, I don't know if these comp- if that data is public because um, oh, of course it's like, not public. Yeah, because because uh, um, BlackRock are, acts. Like, yeah, these individuals need to be secret, otherwise, you know, yes. you 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 be knowing who who be out there. Oh yeah, because BlackRock is like a shadow bank, and do, are you guys aware of the term shadow bank? The secret bank? I don't know. Shadow. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. Of mean, it. I've heard of like shadow banks. But yeah. even with like uh, private military companies being shadow companies that yes, yes, do, like they, mercenary they work. Uh huh. So what happens is, um, you know how how a traditional bank is like under under control, like a it has it has a lot of control by federal banks or the federal system in general, and um in in, ter- in in return they all they get like bailouts when the economy is bad or or when something goes wrong with the bank they get a bailout they get help from the federal bank right and then in turn they have federal bank has some say in the company, uh but these bank like uh. But when it when it comes to shadow banks, they don't do that. They don't go by the traditional banking system. Their their funds are not insured by the Federal U.S. Reserve, and you know they they do not have traditional depositors. They have people who have big money, and they're just looking for people. Uh, they're looking to invest their money, and these these banks, just like BlackRock, shadow bank, what what they would do is they would pick up those funds, and they would pick up those funds in a short term of time and invest in a long-term maturity bonds and and they don't they're not they're not bound by any any traditional banking rules so they can just go all ballistic with that they can do whatever and that's why that's where i think um this this whole system was kind of rigged by by um by blackrock in in 2008 i would i would say so because that's what BlackRock has been doing initially, and I agree for this one guy to engineer all that would have not been possible. Yeah, but but I mean, dude, uh, you you would never have thought that Einstein would discover the relative theory, the theory of relativity. Or sure, I, I, see, I, see, I see your point. <laughs> what you're saying, um, yeah. I think I think maybe it was it was like maybe it could have been a joint venture too because Brock, it could have been. Has, I'm sure, yeah. Because BlackRock is not the biggest uh, investment firm. There's other investment firms that are close to. They're not as big as BlackRock, but they're pretty close. I mean, they're there. There's other companies that are running, you know, several trillions of dollars as as assets as well. So I mean, it could have been a joint venture that uh, I mean, because here I'm not sure you guys saw the movie. Um, 
was it the big short where it talked about those like three people three like main characters that actually predicted the 2008 crisis and bet against it yeah like michael blurry i think was one of them i forgot there was other two people and they bet against it and they made like billions and billions of dollars so if these guys that were just like regular i mean so they weren't regular people they're one of them obviously michael burry we all know him for the most part. People that do investment, he worked. For, he had his own investment firm, and the other people worked at investment firm as well. I think two of them were starting their own firms. But anyways, they had some financial and economic background, so they knew what was going on. They were looking at the paperwork. So again, to Arsh's point, Arsh's point that yes, uh, it could have probably been uh, the CEO BlackRock, Larry, and maybe in cahoots with other joint ventures from other firms and other companies to kind of uh, maybe give them a boost after the 2008 crisis. Because at the end of the day. Um, when we when we see recessions or tragedies, a lot of the people that are in uh, positions of power and positions of wealth end up getting richer after everything settles down. We saw in the two thousand, we saw in the dot com bubble, we saw in the two thousand <laughs> crisis. I mean, it's happened throughout history all the time. Okay, you, you understand the fact that this guy was so ahead of this time, his time. Yeah, he no, was I, so I'm, smart I'm that, him. no, no, no. Here's here, here, no, no. I, I well, hear me out. That that when he started the company in nineteen eighty eight. His one of the major goals at that point was to buy a supercomputer. Mm. Who would have, what financial company at that point thought to buy a supercomputer? Are you guys aware of the software that they use? It's called Aladdin. Yeah, right? yeah, Aladdin. Yeah. But asset, yeah, asset management software. And that that's just not, that that software just is not, um, does asset management for the company. They actually get data from the, the companies that they own, the media companies that they own, the food companies that they own, they, they get all that data and they put it factor in all the data to predict um, trade moves and market trends. Oh, that's yeah. like all that data. Imagine how much data that is. I mean, as you guys know, data science is a growing trend and, and data is becoming more and more expensive and more and more um, precious to, in this day and age. Like that's the key to um, unlocking, unlocking things in the future. Yeah, the whole the data whole is sure. data, the whole concept of big data and this yeah. data analysis I, itself. I have a yeah. I have an important question though to before Sagun you start. Um uh, mm-hmm. I'm just like so like the audience is listening, right? They're like, Oh, BlackRock, you know, controls this and that. But I wanna go more in depth for them because at the end of the day you, you gotta get uh so th- there's one thing that they should be interested in. The factor is if uh BlackRock like you know, gets affected in some sort of way. Let's say it goes down. Uh, I, in this case scenario, I believe like the what's it called? Like the white collar workers will be heavily affected affected because they're the ones with like these four hundred one ks and the Roth IRAs. Definitely. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think the blue collars maybe actually, but I think it will be more affected to the white collars. And if that is the case, like these individuals. Uh, obviously, uh, if you're a high school student, you're not going to get affected, but your parents will. So it could be like a, what you may call like a 2008 financial crisis. Instead of being a housing bubble, it could be like a, just like, I don't know, Black, Black, uh, BlackRock is like the Lehman Brothers. And, and instead of this, is like more of like a financial crisis where it hits like domino effect. And I guess uh, this would in turn affect China, right, Sagun? Yeah, that's uh, that's where I want to lead. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Oh Earl. wow, <laughs> uh, good, good transition, good transition. I see. Uh, so, that's, that's getting interesting. So, uh, BlackRock. I don't know if you guys knew is the first foreign-owned company to be allowed in Beijing. Oh uh, yes, I, I read about that. You're yep. correct. I did read about that. 
And uh, I don't know if you guys heard about the recent controversy with uh, the BlackRock and China itself. So basically, for for people who haven't heard in the audience, basically what happened is that uh, BlackRock has been pouring, like I I feel like it's like millions and millions of dollars into China itself, even though uh, you know how China is known as a communist country itself. So they've they've been they've been you know supplying so much money in that and helping this whole kind of uh, regime for the communist party to you know take control of the economy itself. So what happens is that U.S. you know they don't really like that. So it's it's one of those things that BlackRock is kind of help uh, like working with China in a way so it kind of makes the US like look bad because US and China are both competitors with each other and uh, BlackRock is a US company but it also went to China so there's that kind of rivalry that's going on and US is kind of mad and China is all, all right with it because because of the money that BlackRock is pouring to them and the amount of trillions of dollars that BlackRock has I'll point out again, it's not just about the money. BlackRock has... So, okay, uh, you know how big TikTok is, right? Of course. TikTok has like millions, probably. How many users would TikTok have? Like 100 million? I think more than that. I think... 350 million or something like that? I think we talked about one in one of the episodes. They have like 350 million users, right? Well, let's say whatever. Now that that data from 350 million users that that TikTok has, BlackRock has data of financial records for each and every person that is hundred times larger than what TikTok is. Yeah, harsh one 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 second. So they actually have a billion users. A billion users? Oh, yeah. so, so, so we can't so get that hundred billion. Yeah, yeah, hundred billion users, hundred billion ba- banking users. That, that that's the data that. Uh, BlackRock has, and now China has access to that data. And also China, uh, oh yeah, I, I, I also read this. So BlackRock is working with the companies from China that are blacklisted by the US. There are, there are uh, security and telecom companies that are in China and used by Chinese military. BlackRock is working with those companies. Because BlackRock is it's itself like a investment you know, firm. So they, they'll do whatever they can to get money, right? So it doesn't like China, like in China, they probably, you know, had to comply with these, you know, companies. Otherwise they might not be able to work in China. So, ah, exactly. I, mean, I think that's one of the, <clears throat> so the, the whole issue with China, because obviously there's a rivalry between the, the United States and China. That's kind of one of the, one of the elements of why people look down on BlackRock. They, for the people that, that are into like conspiracies and are watching these videos against these major institutions and firms. Um, I know not only the the political uh, re, uh, sector of it, but also the economic and environmental uh, factors of it too, in regards to BlackRock investing heavily in the defense industry or defense companies, which are, you know, creating a lot of uh, tension or war. There's a lot of issues with that. There are people that are anti-war. There's issues with, BlackRock investing in like companies such as Exxon and Chevron, which obviously, you know, about the fossil fuel situation and people wanting to go more green. There's also the um, issue of um, them investing in companies that are leading to mining and uh, the Amazon deforestation, which is a big thing that also people are complaining about. So um, the thing is, people are blaming on BlackRock, but we have to also realize BlackRock is Listen, we're we're in a capitalist society. BlackRock is in it to make money. 
as as sad as it sound or as 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 bad as it might sound the truth hurts they're they are a company to make money they're make money for themselves and for their shareholders and not they're not the only company i mean blackrock is just one of thousands of other companies that are supporting these other sub companies are investing in these other companies that are doing things that might not be helpful for the environment might not be helpful for um uh, for the geopolitical atmosphere in other parts of the world but that's just the world we live in at the end of the day we're in a capitalist society and people are always thinking about themselves and thinking about making money, which to some degree, I understand it's a standpoint, but it's not just BlackRock. And I know people are putting a lot of blame on them because they are one of the biggest asset management companies in the world. Like I said, um, they have around 10 trillion in assets. So, you know, it just, it's just the way that the, the tables are being played right now. And it's not just them. There's other companies such as Vanguard, which is the one of the second biggest firms in the world. There's yes. Fidelity. You got JP Morgan, Stanley. They got, um, uh, what is it, State? There's many other companies. There's Charles Schwab. So um, I know people like to go after these big firms because it's it's easy to prey on them because they have so much money. And it's, it's the battle of the 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 poor the poor and the wealthy the have and the have nots and we see this every day i mean it's just one of the social aspects that we see that that battles um people in society nowadays i 100 percent agree with you france that's a total that's a that's a total fair look at the situation and um but here's the thing with that i understand that people are blaming blackrock and it is a capitalistic society but blackrock isn't playing fair that's the thing that's what that's what people are concerned with. Sure, that yeah, and, not not to, you, you. I'm sorry. You, go ahead. I, I'll let you. I'll let you say. It. My my bad. Not yeah. To no, you're you're fine. Um, I'm just saying, BlackRock isn't the most fair player in the game. Is all that is, and you know they they have. So I again, I was just going through my notes, and I found out when you mentioned that there are ten trillion in in uh, assets. Actually, there are twenty trillion in assets, and ten trillion is their GDP, which stands only third to the GDPs of U.S. and China. That's it. Like, there's no other country that has a bit bigger GDP than BlackRock. That's they're, crazy they're, if you think about it. Like, was, yeah, was that? No, I said that's crazy if you think about it. Like, the whole – this is yeah. the entire country you're talking about. Yes. Like, I think I and, think United Kingdom has a lot more, but they're not – No. They stole no, all the, 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 no, the no they're from, not. Uh, I don't think so. No. They stole, they stole all the gold from all these, like, you know, countries. So. <laughs> They still get royalties from the Commonwealth nations. They get still they still get royalties from the Commonwealth nation, but but that's not the point. And here again, um, BlackRock con, con, controls ten percent of the world economy. Ten percent of the world economy. Now, get this: ten percent would directly affect, I think, each and every individual on the planet. It would. I mean, it would it's affect all. all about it. it would affect yeah, all. <laughs> there's no other way about it. It controls CNBC. Comcast, CBS, Fox News, Vanguard, Disney controls everything. Ninety percent of the media, uh, media companies have a uh, have a uh, you know these companies they have a vote from from BlackRock on what to say on air and what not to. Oh yeah, otherwise so BlackRock, I... yeah BlackRock can easily be easily be under the radar and fly in there. That's that's all that's all they can do, and so manage everything off. It's like puppets, so BlackRocks are basically the media are like the puppets. So whatever BlackRock thinks that is good or bad, the media is just gonna, you know, just sway it, make BlackRock look better than they are. If exactly. They're doing shady, if they're doing any shady stuff, BlackRock will and, be like, you know what? And Don't there's, there's, yeah. 
there's like 10 financial companies that are being uh, uh that are being accused by the by Texas government um in th- that that includes BlackRock and what these companies are doing they're they're boycotting energy companies and um and you know they're they're kind of they're they're wanting the state pension funds to divest from these companies and they want to you know invest and have their financial assets being managed by other companies but not by BlackRock yeah, and but there's um, also this ESG score that BlackRock gives out to companies in order to manipulate the whole market, and they give that ESG score to each company, what, which they think is performing good. Um, I think it has to do something with environmental as well, and I mean whatever. It's it's just kind of a ranking system from BlackRock, and they think those companies are doing good, and in order, in in turn, other people start investing in those companies, and BlackRock again achieves their own motive, you know. Exactly. And just just to add to your points, I know you were saying that people are protesting that they want their pension funds invested in other other firms. Well, no, it's 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 a Texas state that's ordering that Texas right. state government is ordering that. Right. But um, from from what I researched, a lot of these firms are interconnected some way or another. Like, oh, like yes. I said, BlackRock, oh, yes. Black, so Vanguard is the second biggest uh, biggest firm. Um, BlackRock owns uh, I think it's like. Five or six percent of Vanguard, and then Vanguard eight percent, yes. and then you have J.P. Morgan Stanley owning a percentage of BlackRock, and then BlackRock owns. They, everyone's interconnected. No so matter, interconnected, no matter yes. what you invest in, these guys have like trillions and trillions of dollars they're investing. You're telling me that they're not going to be their 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 foot is not going to be uh, somewhere in one of these companies that these pension funds are going to go to. No, they're going to have some sort of investment. They're going to have some sort of maybe if not influence they're going to have investments in some other different firms that everyone else is going to so they're going to be it's a big spider web they pretty much connected all over the place so yes. I at this point you can't you can't really get rid of them or you can't hide from them what i was going to say and again like i mentioned 80 percent of the last investment investments made in the last decade have gone through uh black rock black rock you know what i mean and then other other places you know black rock is connected to some way or another so Again, I don't think there's a way to to escape them at all at this point because they're so big. Yeah, I, I, you know what? Let's, let's just I would like to just add another fact, and you know, let's let's move towards the end of our episode. Um, I would want to say I would want to add this towards the BlackRock. What they're doing is with the ESG score, they're they're kind of doing like a using it as a proxy to you know get political agendas for whatever setting they want and choose to. Oh yeah, that's that, what they're they're, doing, they're doing it for their own benefit. They they they're trying yes. to get bigger and bigger. Again, that's that's with any company, whether it's small or big, that they're trying to get their own agenda pushed. Yeah, I mean, who oh, doesn't yeah. want to be rich? Who doesn't want to earn money, right? I mean, that's just that's, how. That's true. I mean, it's it's a capitalistic society. Everyone wants to do that, but it's just a it's just a fact that uh, a lot of companies and a lot of the general public thinks that they're not playing fair, and yeah. you know that's about it. Now, right? Um, but at that day, who 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 has ever played fair when it comes to getting to the top? No one. You're ethics correct. No morality, ethics and morality. There's a yeah. whole section uh based on these companies it's funny they teach ethics and morality and they do corporate uh classes or whatever to people when going there but yet again it's that's the first that. thing that's that's gone against that that's everyone everyone to top. everyone who is standing on the top of the white collar has some dirt under that collar exactly I there's no way, no that's, matter what, everyone no matter does what. some dirt throughout their professional or, or careers throughout their lives i mean no matter what just you can't you can't get past it Make it till you make it. Yes, sir. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, with, with that note, you know, with, with a lot of illumination being thrown towards BlackRock, um, I think, again, 
as I say, I always say I would like to pose a question and, you know, pose towards the audience listening that, you know, every time you invest, every time you buy something, you've got to think about it. What causes it adding towards or where is it adding towards? Where is this money going to? What, what is this going to do? What change is it going to bring? If you really care about your investments, if you really care about your purchases, if you really care about what things you buy and how they impact the world and impact the environment, you should probably think about where your money is going. I know you're making that money and uh, even even you making that money, that money is coming from a, uh, from somewhere, from some company. And most likely that company is going to be BlackRock. Somewhere or, or somewhere at the other point, that money has to be funneled through BlackRock. That's what has happened. Uh, whatever is coming to you, whatever you're spending, both ways, input, output, it's just going through and from BlackRock. That's what's happening. And there, there's not just one company. There are tons other that we have not thrown light on, but this is one of the largest monsters that's out there as of right now. And by monster, I don't mean that BlackRock is doing something wrong. I'm just saying that it's it's so big in size that it has become almost bigger, not almost, it's become bigger than all the countries and companies around the globe. Just yeah, third to US and China. Basically too big to fail. Yes, too to big to it. fail. That's 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 how you would put it. And also it's it's also an inspiration for people, you know. I mean, one man, one man, you know, just pushed through all this. And I know there were other founders and this man was born and born in money and he had you know different different contacts. He went to a prestige school and he had contacts from that school, the frat. I think he was also a part of some frat in, in that school that was like a financial frat, you know a club um that's where he had his contacts from but yeah i mean it's just a it's just a wondering about things and again as as lunar nation we illuminate topics that are not not heard of not being talked about much and here again once again we've done it uh, we've talked about blackrock and thrown some light on it um that's that's how that's where i would end do you guys have any more notes to add on towards it I think we pretty much gave our, our our opinions on BlackRock and where where it stands and where we stand on it. Um, like the viewer again, uh, listen to Harsh's question and think about it, and be sure to listen to our past episodes uh, to enlighten you and other ideas and thoughts. And be sure to follow us on social media on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all that. Again, like, comment, subscribe, and rate us. And we'll see you next time for another episode.